Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Culture War update. Uh, so as you know, the Dodgers are honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence at their gay day on Friday, June 16th. And uh, the uh, organization has defiled uh, the Catholic Church and Christian icons like Jesus and Mary. They're a hate group. So since that happened, the honor was reinstated by the Dodgers. Attendance at Dodger Stadium has been flat. Okay, they haven't lost anybody, even though there have been calls for boycotts. That's not working. Now, I said there might be some karma, if you believe in God, on the Dodgers since they announced they reinstated the Sisters to the Honor platform. The Dodgers have gone 6 and 6. Yankees uh, beat them a couple of times. So I'm a, I'm a believer in karma. All right, and this is a bad deal for the Dodgers and the Los Angeles Angels have gotten away with it so far. So sports is melding with politics more and more and more. And a guy who knows that very well is joining us now from Miami in a limousine. He is covering the NBA. <laughs> not a limo. Oh, yeah. It's not a limo, Bill. It's a concert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's covering so the NBA Finals uh, tomorrow night is the third game. Stephen A. Smith, the author of Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first takes. Good book. You did a good job there, Stephen. Um, he's the host of Stephen A. Smith podcast on YouTube. In addition, he works for ESPN on first take every morning. So he is overemployed. Stephen Smith is overemployed. Too many jobs like me. All right. All right. First of all, the Dodgers. Colossal mistake. Correct? Colossal mistake. 
Well, I, you know what? That remains to be seen, Bill, only from the standpoint that we understand at the end of the day, these are business decisions. And when you think that something is going to ingratiate you with an audience or it's going to prevent an audience from separating itself from you, most of these decisions are based on that premise. And so when you look at it from that perspective, that's what I think you have to take into consideration here. A lot of times you see organizations and what they're doing, particularly in this day and age with one issue after another, a new issue seemingly cropping up every single week for crying out loud. When that stuff is going on, what you're trying to do is wiggle and maneuver your way through the terrain, so to speak, and to make sure that it doesn't find its way uh, towards affecting your bottom line in the So what I'm hearing way. from you is the Los Angeles Dodgers have no morality at all. They'll honor a okay. hate group if they think the hate group's honor will bring them money. I don't know this definitively, but I'm inclined to say yes. Oh. I'm inclined to say yes because the guess angels, what? That's the, what that's a, the LA Angels going to have again. The Angels have to change their name. The Angels I, I, have to I'm change saying, their name. They can't honor a group that hates Christians and call themselves the angels. I don't know anything about this group. I'm not speaking about a specific group. Come what I'm on, saying to you, you Bill O'Reilly, listen is. to me. L listen to me. L listen to me. Uh, no, no, no. In fairness to you, I haven't done my homework on this particular oh, group, this particular issue. On. I have not. But let me say this to you. Let me. I'm not questioning anything about the group. What I'm saying to you is this. I'm inclined to believe when I speak about that, I'm speaking in generalities because in my years of covering sports, particularly in this day and age with the exorbitant amount of money that has really cropped up, to answer your question, I do think that morality has gone out the window for a whole bunch of folks but acting as if morality now. is playing a role. So remember last, remember last summer when right. Manfred, the commission of baseball, moved yes. the All-Star game out of Atlanta hurting African-American businesses like crazy to Denver that. under a fraudulent banner of voter okay. suppression, which was blown out of the water when Georgia had record voter participation a few months mm -hmm. later in the midterms. So right, what politics, about, you're missing one. What about what happened in 2017 when the NBA moved the All-Star game? to New Orleans from Charlotte because of the whole bath, the quote-unquote bathroom law that was put into place I know. by Governor McCrory at the time. This I mean, crazy. it's not the first time it's happened. It's but not the first time nuts. it's happened. But, okay, and I'm saying to you, Bill O'Reilly, whether it's Bill O'Reilly, Mr. No Spin himself, how many times have you called out one corporation after another spanning decades because morality has been thrown out the window in favor of their bottom line? You but they get hurt. Those companies get hurt. Whereas I don't okay. think the Dodgers are going to lose any anything but more games because I think God is going to punish them. And I hope he and does. What does that say to you? I don't like them anymore. What does that say anymore. to you? The fact, what, what does that say to you about the fact that you've been covering these kind of stories for years, and as you accurately pointed out, once upon a time, corporations were hurt by these things. Well, now, now they're they are being too. hurt. No, Anheuser-Busch well, got blown out of the that, water. That is true. Target Absolutely. got blown out of the water and is, and is getting worse. Okay. But here's the nexus. Look, you, I predict, I don't even know if you know this or not, are going to cross over into what I do in the next few years. Barkley is so. already doing it because mm -hmm. CNN hired him to do a weekly, and that's not going to be right. about somebody shooting a three-pointer, Okay. He's going to give right. his opinion on world events, country events. 
you're going to do the same thing. But in the sports industry itself, politics is now coming on in so heavy. Is that a good Mm -hmm. or bad thing? Depends on the issue. And I would tell you this. You know this better than me because obviously you're a little bit older than me, although you look better. Here's the deal. You remember in the 60s and the 70s that you saw civil rights era. You saw Muhammad Ali refusing to enter the draft and and going to the army because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. You saw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, the late Jim Brown, Brown, God rest his soul, standing behind him in support of him or sitting by his side in support of him because that was a clear issue when you talk about black, uh, black folks and how folks were treated. Now we've got issues. We've got what people would classify as xenophobia. We've got situations involving immigration. We've got the transgender issue. We've got the the homophobia. We've got all of these things that have percolated to the point where racism has just been, you know, it's like it's it's not even up there on the food chain any longer, but crying out loud compared to a lot of these other issues. And when you have that audience in the world of sports, here's the difference. Anheuser-Busch, you brought that up and said, okay, maybe I won't go buy some beer. Maybe I won't go to Target. It's a lot more difficult for an audience to sit up there and say, I'm not going to watch a football game. I'm not going to watch a baseball game. No, that's I'm not true. Watch a we saw game that with Kaepernick. That's the entertainment. We and, saw and that that's with the challenge. And, but and the, that's the challenge because the, but the entertainment NFL, comes into play. The NFL knew they were in danger and they ordered, the owners ordered the, the players not to kneel. And that's why it went away. They knew they were in danger. They were right on the edge. Now, there's another issue, and I need your take on this. Biologically sure. born men who choose as an adult to become a woman. And you're allowed to do that in America. You are allowed to do it. But then they want to get in the pool and swim against the female swimmers or play a sport against. And biologically, everyone knows physiologically, if Mm -hmm. you're born a male, you are born stronger than a female. Mm -hmm. So does it make sense to allow these trans people to compete against women, in your opinion? I, in my opinion, no. And I've been on the record stating that. And, and, this, and this is my thing. I'm so liberal in my thinking on social issues. I'm fiscally conservative, but on social issues, I'm really big, I'm a really big proponent on living and let living. I believe that everybody should have the same equal rights, civil rights, et cetera, et cetera. I'm very, very big on that. So I'm very supportive of the homosexual community, the transgender community in that regard, et cetera, et cetera. But when you talk about people who are born men competing in a women's sports because they've transitioned to women, that is definitely a discussion that I think that we should all have because on its face, I don't see how that's possible, nor do I see how it's right to an abundance of, to, to every, every naturally born female out yeah, there not, who is competing in the world of sports. Not There's fair. a fairness issue there. And There's the only reason it's happening is because of this insane, progressive, woke culture. Final question. You came out and you said, President Biden, in your opinion, you have a right to it. You're an yes. American, and I'm sure you're a yes. registered voter. It's too yes, old to, to carry on um, to be president. Okay. Right. You were attacked, and I don't know whether you follow the progressive internet. Yeah. Attacked. I mean, viciously okay. attacked. Okay. Uh, were right. you surprised that that um, vitriol came your way? No, because I think that we're living in a society right now where 
you can agree with somebody 99% of the time and the one time you don't agree with them, uh, the world is going to end. I don't give a damn about that. That's not what I care about. And the cynicism and the vitriol doesn't affect me one bit. I'm not engaging in ageism. Uh, because I support the elderly. I'm all for that. I don't believe that somebody should retire just because they're 70 or 75 or whatever the case may be. What I'm saying is that, to, and I think that a lot of people missed this point about what I was saying about the president. I think that when you're 80 years of age, when you're going to be 82 at the time uh, of the election, if you were to win, you'd go into your 85th, 86th birthday. The presidency of the United States is an all-encompassing responsibility. It's a huge, huge job. We're not talking about you going to work a nine to five. We're not talking about you even being the CEO of a company for crying out loud. I'm down for, do your thing. That's not a problem. But when you're talking about the presidency of the United States and all that that encompasses, more so than saying he shouldn't be in the presidency, I'm looking at the parties and saying, you have no one better? No, you have don't. no one better than an 80-year-old to, yeah, to, to and the, and the Republicans, Trump Mike. or DeSantis or Nikki Haley. You're the Republicans. You have no one better than a 78-year-old to go up against. Uh, uh, I mean, but I can't say that about the Republicans because they no, have DeSantis. You can say it. And they have I mean, Nikki but Trump Haley, is a lot. Those guys. Trump's a lot more right. vibrant than Biden. Yes, that's and, true. And I mean, Without I know question. that. Without question. And a couple of other things. Clint Eastwood's 93. And he's directing a movie. So I agree with you. Ageism isn't what we have here. What we have here is a diminishing man, Joe Biden. And if you don't know that, then you're not paying attention. Okay, so you, Stephen A. Smith, are willing to take what I've taken for the past 26 years, because I'm a big mouth in politics and I put my stuff Mm -hmm. out there. You're willing Mm -hmm. to take all of that? Are you sure you're willing to take all of that? Bill O'Reilly, I don't want to lose my job. I, I'll be the first to admit that or anything like that. But I got to tell you something. I've been around for a long time and not as long as you, but I've been around. And the the vitriol and the, the you know, the vicious attacks and all, I could care less, man. I don't lose a bit of sleep over it. Uh, it doesn't by phase the way, Steven, me in the slightest. By not the even way, a little bit. By the way, it's I couldn't care less, not I could. Because if you say I could care I, I less, that means you could care less about. I couldn't. I, could, care. I, could not I want care you to be. Bill. I want you to be the best pundit you can be. All right, because I I do so, follow your career. I'm a big sports guy. If you ever want to know anything yep. about sports, Stephen, you call me. By the way, um, you sure? And, you sure about that? Okay. Yeah, anything sorry, you want to know, okay. I know. All right. Okay. I wouldn't uh, debate you and call my man Chris Cuomo on politics. I watch y'all all the time. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. Politics, but sports. But yeah, sports, you, I think I'd take you, Bill. Those I are good I'd debates, right? Cuomo, O'Reilly, those are good debates. <laughs> yes, I like him I, a lot. I like I him a lot. Sorry I feel sorry for him. You on and I like you on Hannity, too, when you're calling the Hannity's radio show yeah. and he's talking to you extensively. I do like those. You do, good. You do, I'm, I'm you're glad you're doing following. good, Bill. But one you're more tip. Good. One more tip. Yes. Don't ever right. say at the end of the day again. Because that puts you yes, in the category of a backup catcher who's got nothing to say about anything. But you know he's going to say, at the end of the day, I'm a backup catcher. No. In the beginning of the day, you're a backup catcher. At lunchtime, you're a backup catcher. So that cliche. I think you should go on a a one-man crusade against sports cliches. Wipe them out. Right. Maybe so. I'll consider it. But I got news for you. I don't consider myself a backup in anything. 
So you listen, just remember Stephen, that. You would not be on this program if you were a backup. Okay. We go. There we go. You, so I can get away with saying that at the end of the day. <laughs> I can get that, away with saying that at the end of the day. When you're, when you're a starter, you can get away with that occasionally. Uh, occasionally. It's, it's like a spear right. tip when I hear that. Right. And you tell your <laughs> you tell your comrades the same thing. Knock it off. You guys are smart. Get out there and be original in your analysis. Stephen A. Smith, let me give you another plug on the book because I liked the book and I hope everybody considers it for Father's Day. The only problem with it is that Stephen A. is on the cover of the book. All right. If he had put me on the oh, cover, Lord. he would have sold a lot more <laughs> copies. Straight Shooter, a memoir of second chances and first days. <laughs> All right, Stephen, go, you, go watch that basketball game. Denver's going to win this series. You heard it here first. Oh, first, I think it's last. I picked Denver to win this series in six games long before I came on the show. Thank you very much, Bill O'Reilly. All right. You're a genius. There's no doubt about it. Thanks for helping us out. Hey, no problem, buddy. Take care. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Target. Now, here's another disaster. The reports are that the Target department store company has lost $10 billion in 10 days. Now, I don't know whether that's true. I think that might be exaggerated, but this is what happened. So Target stocks in um, gender bender clothing for children. And they buy from a guy who puts out Satan logos, Satan stuff. They buy, they buy his merchandise and they put it in a store. It's a twofer. 
So you would go, why, you know, this is working. As I said in my message of the day, I hope you read it. George Clooney doesn't go to Target or drink Bud Light. Okay, so what are you doing? These are regular folks that drink the beer and go to Target. And they don't want this woke stuff in their face. So we did some investigating, as we always do. How could you make this mistake? Here's how. The head of marketing, vice president of brand management at Target, is a guy named Carlos Severda. And guess who's the treasury of the gay, lesbian, and straight education network? Carlos! Double duty! Marketing guy at Target and treasurer of the gay, lesbian, and straight education network. Oh, here we go. And that's why they did it. And now they're 10 billion down. Carlos. Okay. This is the backlash. It is about time. Please read the message of the day on BillOReilly.com. I lay it out. Please read the Wall Street Journal article on the debt ceiling. Okay? Very methodical. All right. Another religion story. Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster. Okay? She founded an order of nuns in rural Missouri and died on May 29, 2019 at the age of 95 years old. Recently, her body was uh, exhumed because they wanted to move it uh, to another burial site. And she has not been, um, her body is the same as it was when she died four years ago. Okay, she was not embalmed. So some people are saying this is a miracle and hundreds of people are going to see this nun because the church, the Benedictine Monastery um, out in Gower, Missouri, is um, displaying the body. So two scientific opinions, because that's what we do here. Number one, a guy named David Hesp, um, associate professor in mortuary science in Utah, says, quote, If the body was not embalmed and it was still intact after four years, that one kind of throws me. I would have expected the body to be decomposed. Okay, that's one. But Dr. Rebecca George, anthropologist at Western Carolina University in North Carolina, says that, nah, it's no big deal. I don't know. (laughs) Okay? I wish I did know, but I don't know. But... Thousands of people believe that this is a sign that this sister um, is a saint because that's one of the uh, criterias. We'll see what happens. Let's go to the migrants. So one of the uh, things that you hear from the propaganda laden American press is that migrant uh, interactions with the Border Patrol, okay, which is unlawful entries, that's the category, are down 70% since May 11th. That's what's being reported. Well, I'm pretty experienced in this area, and I see this, and I go, something suspicious here. 
But not the networks or MSNBC or CNN. They just tell you that. They don't tell you what's behind the scenes. Now I will. So it is true that unlawful entries, that means people back and forth the Border Patrol down 70%, but still 3,400 a day doing the math, that's more than a million a year, which is still a catastrophe. However, we called the uh, Heritage Foundation, which is a really good investigative place. They do good work, Heritage Foundation, okay? We talked to uh, Laura Rees and said she's an expert on border security. I said, what's going on? Well, here's what's going on. Migrants can now apply for asylum through the Internet. There is a website that you can go to if you're anywhere outside the United States and apply. Then you get a number. If you then cross the border and give the number to the Border Patrol or Customs or whatever, say you're walking across in Tijuana to San Diego, San Ysidro, um, the Biden administration waves you in. That's not an unlawful entry. That's how they get around it. That's the shell game. So tens of thousands of migrants are doing this on the Internet, getting their number, giving it to the border uh, authorities, and they're waved in and they let them go wherever they want. They put their name in a computer and say, show up in five to ten years for your asylum hearing and have a good time. Did you know that? Did you? You didn't know that. That's what the Biden administration is doing. That's called subterfuge. That's called dishonesty. They're not telling you, the American people, what this is really about. They ginned up a phony game. You're not supposed to be released in the United States, all right, if you're applying for asylum. You're supposed to wait in your home country or another place until it's adjudicated. Horrible. In America, there's another migration. U.S. citizens, and I'm sure illegal aliens too, they're on board. So they're going from the corrupt big cities like New York, where I am, uh, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco. Um, they're going from these places, sky-high taxes, no public safety. People are moving to the big cities they're moving to are Austin, Texas, number one, Tampa and Orlando, Florida, Houston, Phoenix, Vegas, and Atlanta, Dallas, Charlotte also. So they're coming out of California and New York mostly. Illinois got a problem. Massachusetts got a problem. All high tax. Massachusetts doesn't have an out-of-control crime problem, by the way. Boston, has, has, even though it's run by liberals, has managed to contain that. But the taxes are so high that people are leaving. So there's this great migration. I mean, millions and millions and millions of people. I got a letter today from um, a concierge member, direct access to me, and it's private, so I'm not going to tell you who it was. I'm moving from New York to Palm Coast, Florida. But I don't want to drive my cars down there. I got a couple of cars. How do I get them down? 
So I told the guy, here's how you get them down. Okay, that's what you get with concierge membership. Um, and I, my friends, a bunch of them, I moved to Florida from New York. Now, in San Francisco, two more big hotels closing. In fact, the Hilton San Francisco and Park 55 are basically walking away from their mortgages. <laughs> They're saying, we're walking out, we're getting out of here because of concerns over street conditions, that's crime, and reduced convention business. Nobody's going there. There's two more giant hotels closing. In addition to all the departments, not all, but many department stores, Walmart, all of those. San Francisco is going to be a ghost town. It's going to be zombie central there. People walking around stone. That's where it's going. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory— Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Culture war. Washington, D.C., very, very liberal. Everybody knows that. They had a children's pride parade on Saturday. Okay, let's get those kids involved with the pride movement. And, uh... They had um, all kinds of events, and Georgetown Public Library uh, was involved, and a lot of libraries, and they were pushing books. I'll just read you the names of these books. Be Yourself, Questions and Answers for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Queer, and Questioning Youth. Our Children, Questions and Answers for Loved Ones of Lesbian, et cetera, et cetera. Our Trans Loved Ones. Question and answer for loved ones of people who are transgender, and on and on and on. Now, the parents allow their children to be there. And in our free society, the parents have the right to do that. There's nothing anyone can do. The only thing, and this is being done in Florida and other states, you can pass a state law that says you cannot have a trans operation if you are under 18 years old. And I guess you could push it to 21. You can do that. But if parents want to take their kid down that road, free to do it. Okay, I wrote a column. If you can keep it Sunday noon. And again, anybody can read the message of the day and my column. And I want to read you uh, a bigger picture 
on this culture war stuff, okay? Quote, this is from the column. Believe me when I tell you the totalitarian left, which now controls much of the media, is watching this situation very closely. Just last week, the incredibly militant Los Angeles Times printed a column praising the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence who have invaded churches and grossly denigrated Christianity in general. The L.A. Times is down with that, unquote. So why is this important outside the cultural realm? It's because there is an escalating violence on the part of the radical left. Yes, you can make a case that the radical right does it too, but the left is accepted. The radical left is accepted by the media, which is why I brought in the L.A. Times. Their violence is accepted. You want to go in and burn a church down or destroy stuff or interrupt the service, L.A. Times doesn't have any problem with that. Okay, You're a right-wing loon, L.A. Times wants you in prison for life. All right, so that's where we are. So the left is watching all this culture war stuff. They're watching the Los Angeles Dodgers, who have not been hurt attendance-wise, okay, in this uh, whole controversy because they're honoring the sisters. But let me bring to your attention something you will hear nowhere else today. In Europe, there is an environmental group called the Tyre, T-Y-R-E, Extinguishers. According to authorities, this UK-based group is responsible for 10,000 acts of vandalism on SUVs throughout Europe. Okay, now they're starting up in the USA too. What they do is deflate the tires on SUVs in an attempt to combat global warming. They say you shouldn't have an SUV, so we're going to hack your tires, literally hack them. Okay, this is violence. And this is what's starting to happen. Right? So the church invasions, we gave you the stats, more than 250 physical attacks on Catholic churches in the past couple of years. This is starting to escalate. The totalitarians are watching this. How much can I get away with? All right, and now we have this group. I'm watching this group, whether it comes to the United States or not. But I predict it will. You're driving an SUV, some loon's going to come out and deface your car because of climate change. So it's abortion, it's climate change, it's gay rights, it's police brutality against minorities. All of this grievance stuff, all right, is going to coalesce into violence. I hope it doesn't happen, but you mark my words. I think this is coming. All right, free speech. So is it? Under siege in America, in my opinion, it is. But this goes back a while. Let's go back to 1925, almost 100 years ago, when the most famous free speech case in history was evolving. This was about the teaching of evolution in public schools. Before 1925, most public schools were not allowed to teach evolution. They had to say, God created everything, and evolution, no, couldn't mention it. Okay, Clarence Darrow, you know the name, very famous attorney. He takes up the case and he wins in Tennessee. Now, there is a book just came out yesterday called Trial of the Century. 
and it chronicles what happened in the most famous free speech case in America. It's written by Greg Jarrett. You may know him, Fox News legal analyst and uh, a guy I've known for decades who never seems to age. Jarrett always kind of got the little Dick Clark thing coming down. Doesn't really seem to age very much. And uh, he wrote the book. All right. So congrats on the book. We hope people will check it out. Very important subject. You know, I write history books and yours is a history book as well. Right. What was the most important thing you learned, you yourself, from the research you did for this book? Well, I took a cue from you. When you write your books, you make them exciting. Uh, History can be exciting if you're a good storyteller. So, frankly, I tried to emulate you. Uh, The climactic moment in the trial is when Clarence Darrow, who's out of options, he knows he's losing, the jury's against him, the judge and ordained minister is against him, and Scopes is about to be convicted. And on the other side is the great fundamentalist leader, William Jennings Bryan, who's the prosecutor in the case who helped to get this law passed, criminalizing the teaching of evolution. And what does Darrow do? He does something extraordinary, Bill. He calls the prosecutor to the witness stand and the judge is mortified. You can't do that. But Darrow was counting on Brian's ego who then stood up and said, your honor, I have no fear. I'm happy to give testimony to everyone about how the Bible should be taken literally. And so the judge is so worried the courtroom is going to collapse because, you know, there's hundreds of people packed in there. People are fainting because of the searing heat in the summer of Tennessee, 1925. So they move the cross-examination of Brian by Darrell outside on a platform left over from the 4th of July activities. I have a picture in the book where you can see thousands of people convened in front of the platform. And there are these two lions two great orators, icons in American history, facing off. And in the end, Darrow utterly destroyed Bryant, so much so that a broken man, just days later, he lays down for a nap and he never wakes up. Wow. I did not know that. It's a remarkable story. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Bryant dies shortly after uh, um, Darrow dissects him on the stand. Now... Americans believe that freedom of speech is, you know, sacrosanct, in stone. But as we just used a setup, now, if you speak your mind, even a responsible person like Samantha Ponder, you can be labeled and you can be condemned and you can be maligned and defamed. And there's nothing you can do about that, is there? No, very little. And social media, as valuable in some ways that it is, is to blame. I mean, look, people can create fake accounts, fake names. They can say whatever they want uh, and they can't be held accountable. And, you know, uh, frankly, neither can the platforms uh, under current law. So, you know, what we're seeing in America today is the same free speech rights that are under assault bill whether it is, you know, partisan censorship in political discourse or polarizing 
disinformation campaigns, classroom indoctrination, a punitive cancel culture under the guise of social justice, whereby, and we see this almost every day, uh, conformity of thought uh, supplants robust debate. And that's why this story, the trial of the century, is so important because, Bill, history is now repeating itself. I agree with you 100% on that. Um, and it even, even worse than what you say, because the corporate media controls information flow. Yes, you can go on the Internet and you can hear private voices, but the mass media flow is now controlled by these large corporations who basically blackball and silence people they don't like. So when mm -hmm. I was on The Factor on Fox News, as you well know, I was on Letterman and Leno and uh, The View when Barbara Walters was there and all the network morning shows. I could spread my message, all right? Now, you won't see anybody from Fox on any of those shows, all right? They're blacked out. They're canceled. Nobody okay, can get access to that. Publishing industry, you want to write a contrarian book, don't go to Simon & Schuster, okay, although they have a new CEO and, and maybe he'll change, and I hope he does change the culture. But it's very, very hard now if you don't conform to the leftist view of the world that the major corporations have embraced, you're shut down completely. And that's not freedom of speech. No, Bill, it, it, it's not. And in many ways, I also blame the mainstream media have been witting accessories to the erosion and the assault on on free speech. Uh, I mean, just look at their conduct in the phony Trump-Russia collusion narrative that they drove. Yeah. Uh, you know, they never bothered to verify or corroborate any or of the apologize. Yeah, or, or apologize. Or apologize. I mean, they won, they won Pulitzer Prizes. The New York I know. Times Washington. Close for getting I, and the story that, fundamentally says, wrong. That says it all. All right. The book is uh, Trial of the Century. I've started it. It's very interesting to read it. And particularly if you are interested in your country and whether we can make a comeback in the freedom of speech area. Do you think we can, Jarrett? Last question. Can we make a comeback and, and have robust debate, as you put it? Well, I, I, I'm deeply worried that we cannot. We, we are seeing you know, far books, gone, being, huh? books being banned, art shows being censored. It seems to be getting worse and worse. It reminds me of the Joe McCarthy Red Scare era of the 1950s, yeah. in which if you, if you dared to dissent, you were punished. You bet. All right, Greg Jarrett, thanks very much for taking the time. Good luck with the book. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. 
So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. So here is the final thought of the day. Um, one of the troubling things about American life is that we have so many bad parents. Now, a little background here. Uh, my parents controlled my life for about 17 years, a little bit more. Uh, when I reached the age of 17 and I had a, a, an old jalopy that I could drive around, it was a Nash, a little box car. <laughs> I called it the White Whale. It was great. Once that happened, I was on my own, essentially, which was fine with me. But my parents are traditional folks. They were way out of their league as Depression and World War II people. Then when the late 60s hit, they had no idea what was happening. And it was way beyond their scope. Um, but I had traditional upbringing, particularly my father uh, in the financial realm. And, you know, when you're in the house, you absorb. I didn't have any crazy conduct in my house, no drinking, drugs, no uh, denigrating minorities. That didn't, this didn't happen, all right? We lived a very conventional working class existence. So my parents were aces and I did my duty as a son and I helped them in my adulthood as much as I could possibly help them. That's my duty, that's your duty. So anyway, there are a lot of bad parents and I knew some of them, I could see some of my friends getting the hell kicked out of them, all right, and for no reason. My father did hit me around a little too much, but toughened me up. Um, there's a line. And uh, if you have a bad parent and you're a child, that psychologically scars you forever. And you can see it. The prisons are full of people with derelict parents, parents who are addicted to substance. They're brutal. They're violent. They're not present. They're gone. You don't have a young boy without a father. I was a big brother in a family where the father was as irresponsible as I've ever seen. I had three. Okay? I know I helped them, particularly the two boys. Um, but there are a lot of bad, bad parents. Government can't do anything about it. And we're seeing it more and more and more and more as the kids act out and commit crimes, become violent, become antisocial, sell drugs, become addicted to drugs, whatever it may be. And again, government can't do it. It can't intrude on a parenting. So when you think about what's happening in this country, be a good parent and grandparent, all right? Be kind, but be honest. The kids We'll respond to that. That is a final thought. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you again tomorrow. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.